Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Skincare with Friends. Hello and welcome to Skincare with Friends with myself, Nia Patton. Me and I'm Natalie. Hello, Natalie. How you doing? I'm, I'm all right, yeah. You know, same shit. Different day. <laughs> Is it a different day? It does feel like a Groundhog Day, though. It just feels like it's I know. been Sunday night for ages. And it, yeah, it's just been so dark in South Wales, where we both reside. Oh, my God. The weather has been bananas. It has been bananas. Yeah. It's been like this is boring, but it's re- yeah. quite extreme. It does have like mm. for, for Britain, it's extreme, definitely. It does have sort yeah. of four seasons in a day. Like we had a, quite a bit of hail. We had some sun. Yeah, it's blazing sun, blazing sunshine, yeah. and then loads of really big hailstones. Yes, mental. Yeah. So today we are talking about when Nia got invited by the good guys at Dematica to go and see them and see how stuff's made. And like when, when you told me you had your little invite, I was imagining yeah. it coming in a box, like the domestic <laughs> products. <laughs> no. But I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was just an email. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> um, so, so what happened? They got in touch and, and said... Yeah, they said, would you like to come sort of like in three weeks or something Yeah, to, to the headquarters just to have a look around? And I was like, yes, even though I've, yeah, I said yes. And then I Googled where it was and it's like, like an hour the other side of London oh, God, to where I am. so annoying, isn't it? Yeah. I was like, oh, bloody hell. So I is sort it, of. Is it in East London? Yeah. East London. Oh, yeah. Cool. Canning, Canning Town. In fact, I, I do know this because when I went to uh skincare convention type thing it was really close to dematica headquarters oh really yeah so it's by liverpool street um that's where ah, I yeah anyway. so anyway tell yeah. us about it yeah so i was invited over to have a look and i sort of traipsed to london and all the way across london and uh got lost and then found it in an industrial estate and it was just like yeah no i had no idea what it would be like or how big or is it just going to be a small room with two two people or you know I had no clue of what sort of scale it would be like yeah because they you know they send out skincare to different countries now don't they Mm -hmm. countries in Europe I think I think some parts of America possibly Mm. that's interesting yeah so it was a very very like interesting for me anyway I don't know if anyone else is going to be interested in this but I was fascinated yeah so if you haven't heard of Dematica which you might not have we've done podcasts about them before where I interviewed one of the doctors who works with Dematica so they're basically an online dermatologist so if you have a skin complaint like acne or melasma you uh, send in photographs and fill in a questionnaire so that their dermatologists can have a look and prescribe you 
prescription strength skincare like tretinoin and hydroquinone, azelaic acid, all of the good ones. Uh, so basically they've got sort of a formulating place and, you know, where a formulary where they, uh, they make all these <laughs> products and send them out to people. That is so cool. So it is cool. And I, yeah, I was talking to them about when I first discovered Dermatica mm -hmm. and, you know, how did you find out about it? And I was like, oh, do you know what? I think it was on Reddit. Somebody said okay. there's a, because there's American versions of this called Curology, mm -hmm. which have been going for years and years and years. So when I noticed that there was a British Curology being made, I was like, oh, so I remember like finding them. I think I messaged them and said, I'm very excited about this. This is cool. Can I do a blog review? And I think it was 2018, just after they'd started, I did a, yeah, I did the online consultation and they sent me some skincare and I wrote about it and I've been using them pretty much ever since apart from being pregnant mm. yeah yes. even though they tell you you've got to use uh, contraception I was like yes I am <laughs> and then I said and now I'm pregnant and they were like well you can't use this anymore goodbye so, for now that's that yeah yeah for now you weren't using contraception were you no <laughs> no I wasn't sorry oh, oh let's not get into the contraception then no I know talk. I know oh I'm sorry for bringing it up oh yeah so depressing yeah it's a it's a sad sad time for women across the world and especially in America yep it really is yeah and uh yeah. okay all right so <laughs> yeah so what does it what was it like there was there, are there lots it, of people that work there? Like how many people are in? Yeah. I don't know how many people, but there was a lot of people there when I was there. There there was basically, you know, like a little sort of, I think it's probably like a little staff room, little refreshment room where we came in and there was lots of food and stuff. And, um, and there was a room with lots of tables with people sitting at little workstations and they were obviously checking mm -hmm. the um checking the orders making sure that the right name was on the thing and putting them in their packaging so it was loads of people doing that i didn't count them but yeah the people we just walked into the room and looked at the people and they just sort of looked a bit awkward and we went <laughs> and then left again and they were just like put stop put your phone phone down stop taking pictures of us yeah we weren't allowed <laughs> to take photos in that room because there's confidential information like because they were you know printing off labels and sure. stuff so they didn't want to yeah they made sure that we didn't take a photo with anyone's address on it that would have been really bad <laughs> and um so neil jones is the the head formulator there so did mm. you just yeah so bombard him? basically we yeah, I totally did. We went up then, so there's like, that's a separate floor. So we went up to the mm -hmm. like formulating lab. So yeah, there's like a formulating lab, which is where they design the different creams and products. So they do some uh, over-the-counter stuff, like azelaic acid and face wash and moisturizer. So they create and invent things in one lab. And then the other lab is where the stuff is being actually manufactured and mixed 
and put in the pumps okay. to go downstairs and get sent off. Okay. So yeah, they they put they put us in PPE and let us go into the formulating room. Oh my god! Um, yeah, so there was a couple of the formulating chemists, Nisa and Neil, and uh, they there was all this stuff on the table. It was basically like loads of ingredients, and they gave us a big talk about formulating. Uh, let us ask questions, and then we were allowed to make our own serum with the ingredients. Um, okay. So I, yeah, so I was basically like a giant SWAT. He was like, "Does any anyone have any questions?" I was like, "My arm couldn't get high enough." I was like, me, me. I got several thousand, and uh, yeah, I should have just, I should have just said, "Would you like to come on the podcast, Mister Neil?" Um, but I, I chickened out of doing that. So I just asked him a bunch of questions that I popped into my head and tried to remember the answers so that I could tell you all about them because it's interesting. Oh my god, you couldn't even write stuff down. Like, well, there wasn't time. Oh it was, my it was, gosh. A, you know, it was, I wouldn't have had time to write anything down. We were, you know, we were in there for like forty minutes, an hour, or something like that. So, yeah, we did. I was just trying to record little bits of it on my phone and take loads of photos. Yeah, yeah okay. writing so, wasn't possible. Some of these questions are really interesting as well, especially the yeah. one about homemade skincare. But we'll get to that. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know. Mm. so yeah, fascinating. Some of the some of the questions you asked were, mm. "How does a skincare product get to market?" Yes, yeah. So um, Neil just explained it all. So there's uh, a few stages that have to happen uh, to get a skincare product onto the market. Mm -hmm. So like I was interested, you know, how how does it work? So basically the brand, whoever's like got the brand just has an idea like, you know, you know, say something like Bacucciol Mm -hmm. is so hot right now. Mm -hmm. I want you to make me a Bacucciol cream Mm -hmm. and I want it to cost me five pound per product and I'm going to price it this and you make that and here's some money. Okay. And so they're given just like a little brief and a budget and what the kind of packaging and, you know, price that kind of thing and they're sort of sent off to to make it and then they you know they know what they're doing with the chemistry Mm -hmm. obviously so they're guided by their literature and their experience and they create a product to fit the bill um then once they're happy with it they then do sensory checking Mm -hmm. so they test it on themselves and yeah neil was saying that it's quite handy having lots of different people around (laughs) Yeah, you here. I've burnt your arm before. Um, let me just yeah. put, apply this cream to you. Yeah, Tell me it's if like it... I want an old person <laughs> yes. and a black person and a dry person and an oily yeah. person to work in my laboratory Perfect. so I can try out all these things. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And then they choose the packaging so that should suit the product and the budget. Yeah, packaging is really important, really, isn't it? Yeah. Because it kind of makes the product in a way. Well, absolutely. So, yeah. Especially like you're saying with the, yeah. you know, airless pumps, which are the sort of feature yeah. of most Dermatica products. Especially because yes. they're dealing yeah. with pretty, you know, not unstable, but things that obviously are yeah. going to be kind of redundant if, you know, the air hits. If they them. go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't want we don't want air and water on our hydroquinone at all. And the only sod is about the packaging, and I know it can't be, mm. it has to obviously fulfil all of those briefs, so, you know, 
not be reactive yeah. and protect from you know uv and all the rest of it the only thing that bugs me about it is that you never know how much is left in the product no that's the you only kind of get a feel thing. for the weight don't you i suppose you do if you've got other ones full ones to compare it with yeah but it's quite difficult isn't it but if you stick your phone torch behind it you'll be able to see where you are that's yeah yeah i have done that out of desperation before yeah. and thinking am i gonna Am I going to get caught short, hydroquinone wise? I know, and that happened to me one day without it, and I was Ugh. like, "Oh, I've been giving myself four <laughs> pumps, and I should have been giving oh, myself two. Jeez, yeah, four pumps. You are hardcore. Do you know? Yeah. So obviously, I'm I'm uh, midway, I guess, through a hydroquinone break. Jeez, I can't even remember when I stopped. Yeah, um, and it is nice not to be red yeah flushing, yeah I have, I have now that you've yeah. said this I hadn't noticed it before but since I've started hydroquinone again I've got mm. these little red patches under my eyes under your eyes yeah okay. like on my, my cheeks like top of your cheekbones yeah okay it looks kind of yeah. cute it's all right <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like yeah that's what happened before I yeah mm. I was thinking oh no I'm getting a like a flush like a yeah like yeah I definitely get a flush with yeah. that but I don't mind because also uh, what is back is the hyperpigmentation. So I don't yeah. care about the flushing anymore. I just want it gone. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so packaging. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want airless pumps are good because they keep the water and the yeah. air out. They keep the product safe and um, stop it from going off. Uh, unreactive materials are good. So mm-hmm. glass is good. Metal is kind of reactive, isn't it? You know, right. it rusts. Mm-hmm. So... That's not great. Um, okay. It should be easy for the user to get the product out, protect from UV radi- radiation, look nice, but not be too expensive. Yeah, packaging is important. Um, and then you've got to okay it with the person who's given you the brief and mm-hmm. then test the product when the product's ready. So that's quite interesting. I was like, oh, right. Okay, yeah, of course there's testing involved. How does it work? So all products sold in the UK and the EU need mm-hmm. a cosmetic product safety report. So, yeah, I said we did a bit of Googling about this this afternoon. So I was like, how much is it? So if I was to just make something in mm-hmm. my house and decide that I'm going to try and sell it, then everyone who who sells skincare product will need to get one of these tests so okay if you've got a product with less than 16 ingredients and you're only going to sell it in the uk the testing costs 195 pounds so okay not too much really and if the product contains water it needs microbial testing to make sure that no bacteria is able to grow in your product basically to check whether your preservative system is functioning properly okay yeah so the tests required include stability packaging compatibility test reports microbiological total viable count and specific pathogens, preservative challenge test. And if you've got CBD in your product, then you need Mm. to have a CBD check to make sure you're not giving people illegal drugs in their face cream. Okay. Yeah. Sure thing. Yeah. So so if they're making like a batch of, of, Mm. I don't know, like tretinoin with hydroquinone, That obviously you can't have your products tested by yourself by Dematica themselves, and it has to be a separate product safety report. Yeah, so it's not report. done by batch; it's done by formula. 
Right. So every time you make the thing, it's got to be the same. Mm-hmm. So you test the thing based on the recipe okay. and you've got to make it exactly the same as the recipe every time. Sure. And then if you okay. change the recipe, then you've got to get it checked yeah. again. Okay. So yeah. Thinking, that could work out expensive. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Test it. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if it's only one thing you're making, you've got to make it the same every time. You can't just change okay. things willy-nilly. You've got to get everything checked again. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, so when they check the product for stability, they're basically checking to see what its shelf life is. So how they do that, basically, they store the product at between 37 and 45 degrees Celsius for three months. This is what I read. Now, it's quite hard to get find this information, but this is what I found on an American website. And, and uh, Neil, on the day, he said something about this as well. So basically, you store the product at an unreasonably high temperature for, for three okay. months. And then if it's stable and it doesn't sort of go disgusting and gloopy and change color and smell okay. funny, then it should be stable at room temperature in this bottle for two years. You've just, so you've just reminded me of a really great current skincare scandal. Oh, really? Um, it's a celebrity line. Oh, what's her name? It's oh. the beautiful model, Willie Harlow. Oh. Who has, you know, um, she has uh, vitiligo. Oh, yes, I know. Yeah. And and she's, yeah, very beautiful. But anyway, mm. she's come out with her own line of sunscreen. Okay. And obviously that would be of, in, you know, of specific interest to her. You know, let's develop a really amazing sunscreen yes. that, you know, gives you super high protection. She needs protection, yes. Absolutely. So, um, it, and it's just terrible. You know, so so oh. everybody, you know how, you know how lovely Scamander is. Yeah. And um, he was just saying, this is, this is the worst product. Oh, I just no. don't even know how it made it to market. Caroline Hyron said, I just don't understand. I've not oh, seen my God. one picture. It's completely separated. <laughs> so it's almost like it has been stored at really high temperature yeah. and it looks like um, um, vinaigrette. Oh my <laughs> so God. There's no other way to describe it. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I knew. Yeah, like oil plus water in a... Or oil compound. It's like it hasn't solids. emulsified properly. It's there's something really, missing from really, the formula. And, and someone has mm. said, I can't remember who the formulator was, but it's obviously, it's quite a well-known formulator. And they just, I can't imagine no. that this person would drop the ball on it so it's been a but someone just wow. said it was must have been such a rush to get it to market but I don't think a cosmetic you know a formulator oh. would risk their um you know reputation just because someone wanted to get a product to market I don't know I no being, no because they've got to do all these they? tests you know yeah. it's not something you can just rush through you've got to make sure it's correct yeah that so I balmy. think it might have even been pulled I think well, yeah, you'd um, hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm not sure. K skin, C A Y. Um, so have okay. a look at that in your own time. Yeah, <laughs> and prepare to be sickened. <laughs> Good lord, how bizarre! How very bizarre. So yeah. anyway, sorry. Yes, yeah, that segue. is interesting. Nice mm. segue. Um, yes. Yeah. So another thing that I wanted to ask: uh, Can I make skincare at home then in oh, my house? Because you're just dying to. I'm not really. No, it would I'm be. It would my. You know, it would be gross, wouldn't it? Like. Yeah, it would be gross. I'm just thinking of obviously, if you made it, you wouldn't be like an Etsy uh, wellness mama. But no. I just the thing that that's the thing that is really 
worrisome, isn't it? Mm. When I, we were looking, well, in fact, I was looking at um, what the origins of black salve was. Oh, yeah. And um, looking at Etsy to see what was legal to sell. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's pretty scary. Gee whiz. So what did Neil have to say about it? Yeah. So, you know, I was like looking at the laboratory and thinking how sterile and wonderful it is and clean and you know we've all got to have covers on our shoes to walk into the thing even though we're not Mm -hmm. making real skincare but yeah you can buy skincare that's sold by someone from Etsy so you know is that legal you allowed to do that just be a random Mm -hmm. person selling things on the internet um and apparently yes that's that's legal you can do it but you everyone who sells anything like that any cosmetic is got to get all these safety tests done so even if you're just selling a one bar of soap to your sister, you've got to get the, the test done. Okay, I'm not going to bring this up to Hayden's yeah. mother. Oh, uh, just... if she's not if she's not <laughs> selling, does she sell them? She, she wouldn't sell it to me. No, 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 no God, no. no. She's very, um, you know, careful with things like that, but she always gives me a homemade... Um, yeah, a homemade balms and things. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And, and, and so... You need to get a test for each variant of your skincare, so different yes. scents of, of soap, for example, would each yeah. need their own test. That's it. Just yeah. totally true, isn't it? Because you just think. I always think of like. Have you ever had um, a reaction to um, the brown pigment in hair dye? No, I haven't. No. No, but it's quite common, isn't it? Is it? Okay. Um, yes, it's very common. So you could have your hair coloured at your favourite salon with, I don't know, brunette number 4.5 yeah, um, for 20 years and then decide to go for brunette number 4.7. And if your stylist isn't careful and on it they and hasn't patch tested you, you can have a huge reaction, which is what yeah. happened to my friend Paul. Oh, no. And he, yeah. How bad was the was reaction? There. It was awful. <gasps> like, she went, she lost, she couldn't see because her eyelids were so swollen. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so... Pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that's yes, why everything needs testing. <laughs> yeah, really important. You know, you yeah. might get an allergic reaction from something that's been tested super well. Anyone mm-hmm. can be allergic to anything. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when you're selling things in your house, uh, you, yeah, if you only want to sell in the UK, £195 or £275 if it's got more than 16 ingredients. Okay. If you want to get the test for the EU as well, then it's three hundred and ninety pounds for the UK and the EU. Yeah, four hundred yeah. quid ish. That's you know quite expensive. Yeah. If you're is. just selling on Etsy, but yeah, it's kind of interesting. And, uh, I was just thinking. I wonder how many rogue sellers mm. are actually not doing this. Yeah. And I'm also wondering, like, if you're selling through a marketplace like you know indirect marketplace mm. so obviously you know etsy where does the and if something and if the worst happens you obviously had to get your um yeah your, your liability insurance i'm just wondering how stringent the checks are like does Etsy check with each seller that they've yeah. paid for this testing whose job is it got... to govern this exactly is it etsy yeah. or is it mm. up to the consumer to ask have you got your safety checks? Can I just have a I, little, can you email me the documents? Yeah. Unless you've got your insurance all covered, I would also think that Etsy have a responsibility because they are actually selling it. Yeah, I don't know. To check. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. I haven't bought anything That's... like that from Etsy. No, I don't think I would. 
<laughs> no, no, Mm-mm. no. Yeah. So you've got you've got to do this. Yeah, just to be on the safe side, because you could be making something that will just totally go off and rancid and full of bacteria, and potentially giving people a horrible impetigo or something. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No, no. And so I asked Neil next, I asked Neil, is it difficult to get a sunscreen to market? Oh, and he was like, oh, yes, very difficult. Oh, dear. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I read about this. (laughs) God, I'm excited. And then he was like, yeah, I've been working on one and I'll show you. And he's like, got one in his drawer. It's so cool, this laboratory. There's like... He had like lots of boxes with different like jars and stuff in, and the label was like sunscreen cleanser, Neil's project, and like, oh, what's Neil's project about? It was so cool, and he got his sunscreen out of the drawer, and he was like, I'm not happy with it, and it was like really, really runny, like oh, like a tinted fluid, and it was really runny. He was trying to pour it out and rub it onto his hand, and it was quite runny. Um, but yeah, I think with sunscreens, there's a website that you can kind of put a formula in or what SPF you want and it'll give you, or no, you put your ingredients in and it'll give you the percentages that you need to make a particular SPF. Okay. Yeah. So I think there's, you know, technology to help formulators figure out how, how much SPF they're gonna get with their formula so you know it's a particularly difficult thing to make nice because the ingredients like we said on the last podcast about sunscreen um the ingredients are difficult to make to blend together they don't emulsify well and it's difficult to get them to form a nice film it's difficult to make it non-sticky um and also the cost of testing a sunscreen to check its SPF and UVA levels costs about £10,000 just for the UK. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's like a pretty penny, isn't it? It is a pretty penny, yeah. And God knows how much more for other countries. And, you know, if you have to pay that for every single country you sell to, I guess, to get it checked. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I assume. Yeah. yeah. That's bonkers. I know. Yeah, so, you know, if you've got a good sunscreen, that's incredible. Fair play to them. Yeah. Lots got into that. Yes, a lot has. And mm. um, if Neil's having trouble with it, that just tells you. <laughs> yeah, that's how difficult it is. Neil can't, Neil is, is struggling. <laughs> and you've added here a note from Neil. Note from Neil. Sun- <laughs> sunscreen should never be stored in an open jar. Who would put sunscreen in well, an open jar? Yeah, one of the one of the uh, people on who joined us on this blogger day asked that. Oh, should I sunscreen? See. Can we? Can I transfer sunscreen to a jar? Oh, no, and you don't. No, an, an open jar would be bad. And, and I think she. I don't think she was going to do it. I think somebody she she knew had done it or was asking her about it. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to malign this young lady who was very clever and nice with that sin of trying to put sunscreen in something else. You should not put sunscreen in something that it didn't come in. It should just stay yeah. in its container. Don't, you know, yeah. don't think you should transfer it to, to something else because it's too big because it's designed to be in that particular material sure and okay it, you know 
there might be and reaction of otherwise. Yes, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't put it in a jar at all. You know, um, yeah, that stupid Rose Uncharted we were talking about mm-hmm. in the uh urine podcast. Yes. <laughs> she her sunscreen comes in a jar. Oh, does it? Yeah. That's helpful. But it's not sunscreen though, is it really? It's just No. A, but even though um, it, it she describes it as a sun cream that will protect you from the sun. It is not a sun cream. What's it, what's in it? God knows. I think it's zinc oxide. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. To protect you from the harmless sun. <sighs> yeah. It doesn't make yes. any sense, logically. No, it doesn't. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you listening to this, you need to go back and listen to the last episode. Because yeah. it's mind-blowing what some people... Neil gets cross. Yeah. I'm angry. And it was supposed to be funny, but I got really <laughs> cross. <laughs> <laughs> so um next in neil's neil's grilling was um yeah your next question which is are some care uh, skincare ingredients expensive yeah yeah i wasn't expecting this answer but then it makes well, sense not. yeah when you read on yeah it's just the the amounts yeah he said yes uh some skincare ingredients are a lot more expensive than others and um it doesn't necessarily work out that a product containing them is an expensive product because of that, because say, like say hyaluronic acid is quite expensive, but you don't need much hyaluronic acid in the formula for it to do its thing. So you might only need 0.1% of hyaluronic acid, whereas something like vitamin C, you want 20%. So it gets a lot more expensive because you're putting mm-hmm. more of the stuff in, whereas the expensive stuff, you've just put tiny little droplet for barely a whisper of it, and it's yeah. doing its thing well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, when you're formulating product, you're given a, a sort of very strict budget, so you have to have a look at all of these things and how much every little bit that goes into the product costs and how much the final thing is going to be just so that everyone knows what the profit margin is going to be yeah yeah but that was um that was brandon's initial skill set because he was brandon truex of mm-hmm. the founder of the ordinary and desium that's who i refer to just like i just think brandon you know brandon everyone knows brandon but you know maybe some <laughs> yeah. people listening don't know who he is um but yeah he was an incredible person and he yeah he started by designing software that figured out how much all of these ingredients cost mm-hmm. and there was like an algorithm of how much the whole okay. thing was and comparing it to the price of the product and that's why he started Desium because it didn't make any sense like the the cost of the ingredients didn't necessarily marry up with the cost of the final product and, sure. and he wanted to make a brand that was very plain and uh, affordable and that charged and, and correctly. Have, have you seen on some products there are um, price breakdowns now? Are there? Um, okay. Yeah, mm. but which is, you know, nice in the sake of transparency. Like, I don't know if you've heard of an American brand called Deer Skin. No, I haven't. And no. they're particularly famous for their sort of under eye patches, which have got their brand's name sort of written across them so they're very sort of social media friendly but also Mm. apparently they make really beautiful products as well really really nice products but she um charlotte who's the sort of you know the the ceo of it and i just think oh my god how man you're like 32 years old how did you get here it's amazing but anyway um Mm. she puts a 
she puts a cost breakdown wow. per product on the back of each. And I just think, actually, that's really nice. And even though it shows like, you know, you know, 60, adding a 60% market to something is actually quite normal. Mm. Um, but when you're actually breaking that down and listing it, mm. it's pretty much does leave you open to sort of, well, I don't know. That's what that's the whole point of transparency, I guess. But yeah, that would get on my. Cool. I don't know if I want to pay a lot of money for something that I well, could see only cost well, like three pound to thing. make. Well, that's the thing because I think actually her, her markup is pretty big. However, though, I think that you know by all accounts, and I haven't tried it, so I can't say. But it's a re- the products are really well formulated, and they have some mm. really lovely things in, and blah blah blah. Yeah, that's the um, thing. It's not all about ingredients. It's not exactly. just that, is it? A lot more goes into You and into Mary Berry could not make the same cake with the same ingredients. I can't That's make any cake at all. I'm terrible. Exactly. Baking. <laughs> so... We, we rely on good formulation. But that's, you know, that's what people need to remember, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really interesting. It is. They must break, give the brand a profit margin. And I just want to know how much of a profit margin, like what is, yeah. you know, what is the agreed yeah. margin? Because obviously that's... What is it? Yeah. The formulator is doing a lot of work. So. That's it. Yeah. Mm. It is interesting because like I can buy skincare cost because mm-hmm. I have an account with a company where I buy my Botox and stuff and mm-hmm. so I you know it's like well I can buy that skincare with like for 10 quid cheaper from the supplier than I could yeah. in the shop yeah. because then I you know I should be buying it in bulk but I normally just just buy one to see what it's like yeah yeah I've been working my way through the sunscreens that my my supplier does and I found that the Neostrata sunscreen is very good very good indeed it's supposed to be very good i've never tried it it's a little That's bit great. out of my um price range i think okay i'll buy you for christmas <laughs> i'll buy it for christmas from <laughs> on the cheap <laughs> i don't know how much it is but i just i, just, I think I it's 35 it pounds full price yeah yeah which yeah. i don't think is too bad neostrata sheer hydration spf 40 it's really, really, really good. It's pleasant. Doesn't pale. Doesn't smell. It's it's great. Like a moisturizer. Yeah, thirty five pounds. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's quite a lot. Nuts. If you, yeah, it is. yeah, you know, I think that most people will struggle to find a product like that just because they haven't. They're not as interested and engaged in the process as we are. You mm-hmm. know. So I think if it, if that was in a clinic. And I was just any anybody, I'd be quite happy to pay that just not to have the bother of trying out 19 sunscreens. Sure. Yeah. And it's supposed to be great for oilier skin as well. So yeah, anything good. that's like a really nice, is mm. it like a, like a gel or is it sort of, what is it's it? Cream. Is it? Yeah, it's like a moisturizing okay. cream. It, okay. Yeah, that's how it feels and it sort of soaks in and it's, yeah, very nice. Very good indeed. Fine. Mm, Yeah. So the next question I asked poor Neil, who was probably (laughs) frightened of me. He was by this time sort of like walking backwards into into his office, just about to lock it. (laughs) No, he wasn't. He he loved it. He did love it. Because I was like, at one point I was, was, there was this machine and it was basically just like a long stick whizzing around in a Petri dish thing in in a beaker mixing something up and I was like doing a video of it and he was like well, what are you doing are you videoing that and I was like yes I don't know what it is it looks cool though and he was like I'll tell you what it is it's this and he was like 
Yeah, and then he was showing me another machine that did a similar thing, but on a bigger, bigger scale. And I was like, "Oh, yes!" <laughs> so, yeah, he he was really great, and I we should definitely throw a bag over his head and kidnap him. <laughs> just, just asking some harmless questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah poor Neil. Yeah, so. I asked him, can we mix niacinamide and vitamin C in one product? Actually, I didn't ask him that. I I was asking, can we mix them in the same routine? But he had misunderstood me and thought that I meant, can we mix them in one product? And he was like, no, because uh, no, they, they don't work well together. Right. Ni- ni- niacinamide is a bit fussy and it can go funny in things. Because, you know, right. I guess like to us, we're like, yeah, why can't you just like you know they're dissolved? So just dissolve them together. What, sure. ha- what the hell? But he's got a lot of experience seeing what happens to things when they go wrong. Okay, we've never seen skincare go, go wrong, have we? We don't know that things go funny in yellow or whatever. But yeah, niacinamide apparently can go a bit sort of crystalline. And okay. If you put it, it's, it needs to be at a neutral pH. So if you try and put it in something acidic, it might form these little chunky little crusty crystals and not yeah it wouldn't work well together so you can't put them in a serum together and then i um, clarified and said can we use vitamin c and niacinamide on the skin at the same time which is the big decium thing that they're like these products shouldn't be used together you can't have vitamin c and niacinamide in the same step in a routine or you'll die i don't know Mm. what you know they haven't told us what they think will happen which annoys me Yes, still. Basically. Yeah, well, yeah, they're a bit sort of weird and cagey about the whole thing. Because, you know, I I doubt that using them on the skin would make any difference at all. Like, it's very unlikely there's going to be a chemical reaction on your face. Yeah. It just absorbs in. Yeah, so, but if niacinamide needs to be a, a sort of neutral pH. Yeah. And vitamin C isn't acidic. Yeah, are they not saying then just you know putting one after the other on the skin might just not give it your skin might not be the best pH for both of those things to be working sort of. Yeah, but that's that whole neutral pH and acidic pH is about storage. Yeah, okay. It's different, you know, they're sitting in a solution for a long period of time, mm-hmm. but you know when they put onto your skin the vitamins go into your cells. That's what they're supposed to do. They're not supposed to sit on the surface of your skin and have reactions. Mm. Yeah. That's not how it's meant to work anyway. They shouldn't be. So you'd I hope think, that... I think there was an accident at the Decium lab and no one yeah. wants to talk about it where this <laughs> someone had a reaction and nobody wants to talk about it. So they're just like, Pridvi, just tell everybody that no, you can't not mix to, them. Yeah. Um, yeah, is, is it Pridvi? They're um... yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah the chemist. Yeah, the chemist. Yeah. So I'd like to get him in. I'd like to get a bag over his head, and <laughs> grill him as well. Very much so. <laughs> and just let them go once they've answered your questions satisfactorily. Yeah. So if like loads of <laughs> cosmetic formulators go missing, I think <gasps> oh, I've just don't. implicated myself. God, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and then there were none, and then there's just one cosmetic formulator left, and it's the whichever dude it was that made Winnie Harlow's sunscreen. Yeah, because nobody wants to ask him questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm going to find out who it is. 
Um, you must be very embarrassed. Well, yeah. Or, you know, he's made this amazing formulation and was made promises about the packaging and storage, etc. that weren't. You just yeah, never you know, do you? No. You know, you could have made this amazing formulation and they would have gone, yeah, 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 don't worry. There'll be like an airless pump. And um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and maybe he sudden, was like, what do you mean? It's, it's in a jar. It shouldn't have been yeah. in a jar. You stir yeah. it to activate it. Did you not know? And then he's like, no. Well, it doesn't sound this. right, though. No, it doesn't sound it, right. It doesn't. Something's wrong. You know, looking at the way that things go in the Dematica lab, there's a very clear sort of pathway where everything's checked. Yeah. You know, it's the product's tried out on different people and then it's sent for testing, you know? Yeah. And if, like, everyone around has had a go on it and gone, no, that's bad then the formulator would go, right, this needs to go back. We need to start again. It must be really, really hard because I guess like with all the knowledge in the world, sometimes the way things turn out must be a bit of a surprise. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's really funny. I'm just just looking at um, for reviews of it and someone has been really, really getting to work on the SEO for um, (laughs) so most, most, um, mentions and negative mentions have all but disappeared so I think you're just gonna no have way. to go to reddit you're gonna have to go to reddit and um where yeah. Nia lives Nia lives yeah. in redditville and uh I live on instagram so we'll just have to go go there yeah. and search, search although I have been on. spending a bit more time on tiktok yeah you're making recently. fun tiktoks I don't know if they're fun I don't know if they're anyone's fun to seeing make. them yeah yeah it is, it is interesting. It's really interesting. It's fascinating because I've just been plugging away at Instagram for so many years and I hate it. I hate it. It really bothers me. And so I'm like, this is quite fresh and new and exciting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, in- I'm enjoying my TikTok experience. Well done. It's just like Instagram's so curated compared with TikTok. Yes, it is. Yeah. So. So we've, yeah, we, we won't be kidnapping any formulators no. we really like the work you do um yeah. and nia was very grateful. best off in the lab <laughs> Have all yeah. yeah yeah um but that was really generous so that was really nice of the domestic yeah. guys to um hey did you get any fun um freebies i did i got did you get a tote bag i got a tote bag I love a tote bag. Yes. I got a yeah, bar of chocolate wrapped in some Dematica paper. Um, <laughs> I got I got my own. I, I got the prescription I was waiting for that was like supposed to be delivered, but it's got my name on it, like, oh. like written in nice writing. And I was really like, oh, oh I've got my near tube of Dematica on my shelf it's nice <laughs> yeah I loved it I was so happy and excited and it's nice to it's That's nice to sort of you know have these things post-covid that you know we've missed so much to like meet up because I you know all these people I meet on the internet it's so nice to see them. Yeah, that's lovely that you actually got to. Are there people that you knew from before yeah. that you'd actually met in real life? Yeah, so uh, Rachel, who's one of the moderators of the Ordinary Chat Room, was there. Yeah. And cool. she, you know, I've known her digitally for quite a long time and I've met her once before. So it was nice just to sort of catch up with her. Yeah, 
and really have a really good chat because like you know she's someone I see online every day and you know we don't really know each other that well it's really funny yeah yeah Yeah. oh that's lovely that's so nice it was great yeah oh you guys could be nerdy together yes yeah we were nerdy (laughs) together I was just yeah like I was saying about about TikTok um yeah it's interesting talking to other people who are on the internet trying to create content and uh how how cool it is that uh TikTok is just like kind of a bit fresher and you ha- you don't have to worry so much about how things look right it's interesting it's yeah. it's what it's you know that's what kids like then that means it's the future this is true yeah get involved so basically Instagram is is going to turn into Facebook mm. where people just um yeah you know the the older generation love to live yeah we are becoming that older generation we are yeah so let's and just, i think just instagram yeah. turned into a just a, just a superstore didn't it really unfortunately yeah. you know yeah. it was it, i i really liked it when it was a lovely little um you know a photograph yeah photography sort of and it's not that like everything you know, to take nice pictures everything's trying to become tiktok now Facebook, yeah, Pinterest. Apparently, you can you can put videos on Pinterest. YouTube, you're supposed to put little videos on YouTube now as well. Like, right, whatever. Oh my god! Oh, everyone's got everyone's concentration span is just going to get shorter, shorter and shorter. And shorter. Yeah. Although I know that you can make minute long videos, can't yeah. you, on TikTok? It's not all about those sort of very repetitive fifteen second snaps. If you don't want it to be, no. Um, yeah so yeah yeah it is it's like it's like sweets isn't it for the brain yes <laughs> exactly yeah oh well I'm glad you had a really good time it was wicked. and then I I've actually just put some Q&A questions out to our oh yeah listeners because I was like what do you want us to talk about next yeah. you guys what did they say did they say um, something did the people say yeah I've got a couple of things actually mm. oh one question that I did really like and actually we should talk about it but it makes me too sad oh. it's like what do you think of um <laughs> not too sad really but what do you think of um Desiem sort of stripping down just to the ordinary in the odd and what you're going to miss about oh, Hylomise well I think I think we could do a whole bloody yeah we will episode <laughs> about what we would love about Hylomise yeah really. I don't like it I don't like like the the new um, lash serum came out, and you know, Desium's normally not that good with like PR. They don't, you know, tend to give things out to people. They seem to be a bit like, right? No, it's this is what it is. We don't we don't spend money on advertising, and um, you know, we just go by word of mouth. And now they've put they've given they've given the lash serum out to loads of people on Influencer. Have you heard of that website? Oh, right. No, I haven't. No, so the reviews you'll see, there's already loads and loads of reviews for the Lash Serum, the new Lash Serum. And Mm -hmm. uh, they're all like, yeah, kind of positive, but they're from people who have only used it for a couple of days. But you're supposed to be using it for like two months or something, right? Yeah, they say you may be able to see results within two weeks. And I've been using it for five weeks myself. So I would say that you need to be using it for at least six weeks before you notice anything real, really visible. Right. Have you, and, and have you noticed anything? I feel visible? like my lashes look nice at the moment, but 
you know it's right. not like whoa my lashes are so long but i've used have you have you heard of bimataprost or lumigan no. so there no. is like there's a prescription uh, eye drop which is meant for people with glaucoma and okay it it makes your eyelashes grow really long like right okay like my one of my husband's friends lee he's got glaucoma and he, and like, I didn't know he had glaucoma. I was talking to him. I was like, Lee, can I say something a bit weird to you? Like, your eyelashes look really beautiful. And he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, women keep telling me this. I got, gla- I got glaucoma and I got these eyelash, eye, eye drops that are giving me these really long eyelashes. And I'm like, they look amazingly. They're so long. Oh, my God. So I got some. You can get it on prescription or if you're me you can get it from the supplier and um I yeah you sort of paint it on your eyelashes and even that which is like it, it scarily works like Lee looked incredibly beautiful with his long eyelashes it took <sighs> it took a good two months before I saw anything. Right. So even that. Okay. Because I, I, I have to say, I'm being very good about using it yeah. morning and night. Yeah. And how um, long have you been using it? Oh, only about two weeks. Yeah. Have you noticed anything at all? No, no, nothing. Mm-mm. I do, I, I, you know, I, I feel as I get older, my eyelashes are sparser, but then I do get complimented on them when I've got mascara on. So yeah. I just think, oh, they're fine. They're okay. Yeah. You know, um, but they're definitely more sparse. But yeah, no, I have not noticed any. Yeah. And I think any difference whatsoever. I think it's something like I went. I've done a blog review, and I, I've yet to. I need to publish it, and it's got a lot of ingredients that will sort of just sort of boost growth and help nourish and protect. So you know, if you're someone like me, I wear mascara quite a lot, and I'll give mm-hmm. my lashes a good old rub at the end. I'll like sort of mm. rubbing this mascara off because otherwise, mascara comes off onto your face for yes. days afterwards mascara mm-hmm. is flipping Absolutely. evil so you know god knows i'm rubbing my eyelashes every day they're taking a battering so even a lash serum that's going to nourish them is going to produce some results because god yes. you know they don't get much love and actually that just led me beautifully to the next one of the other questions mm. as well um which is from our um our regular listener michelle in florida and she was saying are you using that lash serum mm. and if you are has it changed the color of your eyes because i think no. she has used no no yeah that is that's and by is mataprost that a... that's the one that i was right. talking I was about the say, glaucoma. Is that a common yeah got you okay no okay. this stuff will not do that uh the the ordinary lash serum won't change the color of your eyes it hasn't got by mataprost in it and Right. Yeah, it won't do that. Okay. So, you know, it's... It, and that yeah. must be a common ingredient then in many other lash serums. But Mataprost, no. Yeah. Not really. Oh, because she's... Mm, I'm sure Michelle was saying... Well, she's definitely... In fact, she the one of them she named mm. was a Rodan and Fields. And that, that is an, a very well-known MLM. Yeah. Uh, Rodan and Fields, I think. So that's unusual then. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think it's a prescription only drug bimatoprost oh really yeah oh well then it can't have been that <clears throat> no she was definitely not using a prescription product and she was saying her blue eyes went a lot lighter oh um yeah and i, was like, I don't oh, know about that kind of but interesting mm. i'd like to learn more and if i find yeah. out then i will 
tell everybody in the world, probably. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. Yeah. Um, okay, that's awesome. Well, let's just do a Q&A next time, shall we? Because uh, it means that yeah. the people that listen to the podcast have to do the hard work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because, they, like, I do the hard work. <laughs> I'll be there. You're going to say that. Interesting point. Let me just spend three hours looking on Google Scholar. What I was going to say was, I did say, Mm. please, they don't have to be skincare related. Yeah. I like it. I like, you know, I like talking about other things because I don't, if it's to do with skincare, I will start reading a lot. So, you know, asking me what my favorite song is. Yeah. yeah, It's going to be a treat. (laughs) It is, isn't it? Mm. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. My throat seems to be running out of um, steam for some reason. Oh, your poor throat. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, Probably need more carver. Yes, I do need more carver. I went to a shitty conference on Thursday and Friday. And yeah, I that conference feel sounds like, like the worst thing that could happen. But I also think being. it was possibly a hotbed of yeah. COVID as well. Oh, so shavings. We'll oh, no. <laughs> It's like one in 35 people in England. Oh, hell's bells. So, you know. Yeah, fingers crossed, not COVID. And there were hundreds at this at this conference, so we'll see. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Yes. Scary times in general. It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I, I was fascinated by Dematica's, um, you know, offerings. It was, it was really interesting. And it kind of made me interested in the whole process of making my own skincare, you know, not me physically making the skincare, but me giving an assignment to a formulator. Yes. Yeah. Going, I'm going to sell, I want to sell an essence. I want to make an essence. Yeah. That I can sell to myself. I think, yeah, I think an essence would be really good. And just, you know, a toner, face mist, all of those things yeah. that British <clears throat> brands aren't really that good at. Hydration. Just yeah, really that... we need hydration yeah. in our lives. We do. We don't have. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should be doing that. Exactly. Cool. All right. Yeah. I think we better say yeah, goodbye before then. Natalie croaks <laughs> off. I know. I'm probably croaking now. Um, okay. Oh. Well, <laughs> nice to podcast yeah. with you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for being our skincare friends. And uh, looking forward to seeing you on our Facebook group and on our Instagram. And um, listen soon because we'll be back talking about, hopefully talking, answering your questions or maybe ranting and raving about how hyalamide doesn't exist anymore because I'm really cross about that. Um, And you've got to tell people where you can find us now and you've got to add TikTok to the yeah. To the, uh, yeah, find us to skincare with friends on Instagram and Facebook, and we are on TikTok now. Well, I'm doing the skincare with friends TikTok. I've called it skincare with friends, so you can find me on there. And I basically just yeah. Oh my god, I just sat on something. <laughs> you sat on. <laughs> it was my. F- I sat on my phone. <laughs> I just said. I just came, came back started- from a missus house. <laughs> I just know it's an audiobook I'm listening to. Weirdly. Oh my god! Um, I, what am I? I'm skincare with friends Nat on Instagram, yeah. and I think I'm Natalie SWF on TikTok. But I'm only just, you know, yeah. I think I have like three followers. I on know, there same, yeah. But yeah, my mine is videos of me with my UV camera, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. 
uh, even though it's a bit annoying to use. Uh, but yeah, it, the images are interesting. Yeah, such a faff to use though. Faff, but we'll we'll yeah. do more. We'll do more with that. Yes. Hopefully, I think it's going to pee down this week. But it'd be really nice to have a bright sunny day where you come over and we can. Yeah, we're going um, to video something. Get to with it. Yeah, yeah, wicked. We are. Lush, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Thanks for listening. All right then, Brill. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.